Welcome to the Creative Land Podcast Network. Join us as we share our favorite RPGs, one-shot games, tabletop games, reviews of items, and convention panels, and other exciting things that we run into from time to time. Sit back and enjoy the show. Hi, this is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, assigned to Ragnarok's story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. So you can come up at any time during the panel, wrench it down your name. And at the end, we'll put them in maybe your head or something. Okay, we'll use your hat. We use my hat. I meant to wear a hat, but I, I uh, forgot that. Put them in my head or head. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on into the Guide to Tucson costuming panel. You people who are just walking by, I know you can hear me. <laughs> We're like free stuff. Free things. Free stuff. You know you want it. <laughs> free stuff. Better chances for the rest of you. All right, so welcome to the guide to the Tucson cosplay scene. I'm Ezekiel Huerta. I'm the administrator of the Tucson Cosplay Network, and in a little while, I'll explain what that is. Uh, go on, David. Uh, hello there, my name is David. Uh, I am a member of the Arizona Avengers as well as the Justice League of Arizona, so I'm here representing both of them. So. Oh, no. It's me. Hello. I'm a bot. No, okay. I am Lexi. Uh, I help moderate and run a convention for furries in Arizona, so I'll be talking about all those groups. Which is hot. Alright. Uh, I'm Jeff Lewis. I'm uh, the chairman for the uh, Arizona Ghostbusters 501c3. And I'm James Breen. I'm with Tucson Steampunk Society and the panel manager for Wawa Westcom. Alright, so we're each going to go take turns to talk about the groups we're members of. And after that, we'll talk about the members, the other groups that are here in Arizona that, we can, that are represented here in the audience. So I'm as I said, the administrator of the Tucson Cosplayers Network, we're 1,400 members strong in, on Facebook. Uh, it's not so much a club as it is just an informal group that any cosplayer can join, and we organize professional shoots. So I try and get one set up every other month or so. We've got some amazing, uh, it's a lot of fun, it's all welcoming, all inclusive. It's a resource for building costumes, selling costumes. Uh, exchanging information, organizing events. We don't just organize photo shoots. We do get-togethers get and just about anything. Anytime someone wants to meet up with other cosplayers, they can post in the group and, you know, make new friends. So that started about three and a half years ago. Uh, I don't know if anyone here knew about the Maker House. Anyone here? Uh, it was this really cool gathering place uh, in downtown Tucson. Um, you know, it was a place where we could build, we could hang out, uh, we could costume, we could do karaoke, it was a restaurant, it was just this really great place in the old Barton Mansion. And when that went out of business, you know, we were all heartbroken. The people who had met there, we 
made, had made friends there. Mm -hmm. And Bruce from the Star Trek Tucson fan club suggested that came up with the idea of the group, and he put all left all the work to me because uh, I'm more internet savvy than he is, and it just took off to be this huge thing that I never would have expected. Like I said, we're about we've got about 1,400 members in there, and it's just this huge phenomenal thing that's pretty much changed all of our lives. So besides that, I've been a member of the. Arizona Avengers of the past. No, I, I, my Cyclops costume wore out, and I'm just taking my sweet time coming up with another Marvel costume. I'm in the Justice League Arizona as well. Um, I'm in the Star Trek Tucson fan club, which is another, which got together because of, because of the Maker House, and we've got the captain's chair here to, this weekend. Uh, we do we do fundraising. Um, I, I, since I'm working out TARDIS today, I'm, uh, this weekend, I'm not sure who. What um, Star Trek Tucson is raising money for, but I'm pretty sure they are doing some fundraising themselves, and it's always to a good cause. Um, Star Trek Tucson. Uh, I'm in so many groups. I'm in the <laughs> Arizona Legacy Rangers, which is a Power Rangers costuming group. Unfortunately, uh, they had to cancel their appearance here this weekend because we, they just couldn't get the manpower committed for Tucson. Uh, Star Trek Tucson. You joined the free group too. Yeah, well, I'm in there mostly to, well, I'm, I'm more of an admirer, costume admirer than an actual furry. Uh, but I, I, do, I do write werewolf novels, so I guess that makes me a furry. Yep. yep. <laughs> um, were werewolves are gateway furries. Uh, Star Trek II style furries. Um, you know, I wrote, I wrote them down. I know I'm forgetting one of them. Oh, yeah, El Tardis. <laughs> I'm in the the uh, the Doctor Who costuming group. We are a cosplay group in Tucson, working towards creating STEM hands-on learning experience with the help of Doctor Who cosplay. We're raising money this weekend for the Wounded Warrior Project. We're raffling out some really cool Doctor Who stuff. Uh, some of it's merchandise, a lot of it's handmade, um, and I've got a couple scarves for sale downstairs. You know, just in case anyone's interested. Um, and uh, did I mention the did I say what we're raising money for? I am so tired. It's been a long weekend. <laughs> so I will pass the mic on to David. Alright, so uh, like I said, I'm a member of the uh, Arizona Avengers uh, and the Justice League of Arizona. Uh, just to get me from the summer research, get me an idea about what both are like. Uh, the Arizona Avengers, which I started in, uh, three years ago. They're uh, all volunteer based costume group located in the state of Arizona. And they visit hospitals, schools, shelters, uh, low income recreational facilities. Uh, we have food toy and book drives and work alongside other nonprofits. Thank you. Uh, to interact with children and their families all throughout the entire state. Now, the Justice League, of course, is focused on the DC uh, universe and the Universal Avengers, obviously, focused on Marvel. Um, and uh, they have the same function. Uh, we work a lot together. There's a lot of crossover members in there. And uh, both groups have been uh, very awesome. Uh, if you did not see them when you came in, uh, they're right there at the uh, Right there at the entrance for when you go in the main right, right, right in front of the, the secondary door to the game room. Yes, yes, as well. Just right the secondary door to the game So uh, those ones I'm directly part of, I, uh, the ones I will be joining, actually will be joining the uh, Arizona Legacy Rangers in a little bit um, once they're actually here. Yeah. Go by Frank Um <laughs> And I'll also be eventually joining the, uh, I think the Star Trek Tucson Pen Club is data, probably. Oh, cool. Yeah, well, I mean, like, body pain, man, come on. <laughs> you can't pass it up. 
and and then a few others as well. It's trying to get a little bit more active. I will give you five bucks to cosplay Bordello data. Huh. I will give you five bucks to cosplay data from the the, the uh, Wild West. Uh, <laughs> 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 you look at, I just watched that season too. So yeah, um, that's for the steam pump. I'll match that. Yeah. And you gotta go up to Klingons and kiss them. <laughs> what, what if I come and say go with the Sherlock Holmes thing? Is that okay? Maybe give me a few bucks. Okay. Cool. All right. Cool. I like the, I like the, the hat. I like the uh, the uh, floppy hat. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so it's uh, yeah, that's me. I'll pass it all along here. Okay, I guess I have to talk about the couple of furry groups down here. So we're on. We have our own website called azfurs.com. Uh, it's the best place to find. Here, do I need to like show this in my mouth? Yes. There we go. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> So azfurs.com is the best place to find all of our events. Uh, we're on Telegram, Facebook, Twitter, um, kind of on basically every platform we can be. Uh, we throw regular meets down here in Tucson. Uh, one we just started up is we call it the Tucson Fur Hop. Uh, what's the crossroads that you know? Um, Oracle and... Okay, and that's once a month, um, and they allow allow us to costume there and everything. So I'm sure if they're open to furries, they would be open to any kind of costuming, because we're like you know the weirdest ones here. Um, also, we have a couple conventions in the state. Uh, the one that I'm the chair for is called Painted Desert FurCon. That's going to be the first weekend in February. Uh, right now, the tickets are on sale for $40 for the whole weekend. Um, obviously, every type of cosplay is welcome. Uh, different panels, meetups. Um, it's an awesome hotel that has like eight heated pools and a giant hot tub for 30 people. So, Don't forget and, the tickets. Oh, yeah. And what? You know the tickets that we're going to give away? Yeah. Oh, at the end. Well, I mean, mention that now. Oh, yeah, we're going to give away two tickets at the end. So if you want to stick around and start maybe passing around those notebooks so we can start collecting them. Well, I, they can just come up and write, write the oh, names okay. on them. Okay, there we go. Um, yeah, uh, we're looking at starting up. So if anybody's been to the Cobra Bar down here with all the arcade games, uh, we actually run a meet up in Phoenix uh, for furries on Friday nights. And we're looking at bringing it down here. Uh, where they give us like a sale off the drinks, they give us free tokens for going in because they're like, you know, come on in, we love the costumes, like it's all, they're really, really nice there, so I'm sure we can put it out in the Tucson cosplay group for anybody to come out and dress up. I really like more cross-promotion in the Tucson cosplay group. Yeah, so if anybody want to come, you know, be fuzzy, we're all super friendly and warm, yeah. <laughs> well, it's Arizona. You're all wearing elaborate costumes. Of course, you're all. Well, they're carpets, basically. <laughs> We're covered in a carpet. They're very warm. Um, everybody's really welcoming. You don't have to have a costume, obviously, to come to these meetups. Most people don't have them. They are pretty expensive. Um, there are lots of resources in Tucson that make the costumes and are really welcoming and friendly that will totally help you out if you're interested in making your own. Just pass over here. It's just, it's just All right, I guess it's uh, my turn. Um, I started the Arizona Ghostbusters uh, in January 2007. Uh, at the time, we were one of the only Ghostbuster groups in the world. And they were the first costume started in Europe. I just want to point out, they were the first costuming group here in Arizona. They're the ones who started it all. Thank you. Uh, and we were the first Ghostbuster group ever to do charity work. 
because um, at the time it was pretty much just the Bible First Rebel Legion, and most other Kashmir groups, uh, Kashmir folks really hadn't kind of uh, uh, got into that world yet, and um, uh, we started, we had a lot of initial backlash, especially from Ghostbusters of all things, they were like, you guys are making this look ridiculous by doing children's hospital visits and doing charity walks. Um, but luckily, a lot of groups started um, following suit, and um, we're, there's Ghostbusters now in Italy, Germany, and every state in the country, uh, Mexico, Spain, uh, an Alaska group just started. I, I don't know what they're going to do up there uh, when it's uh, like that one month. What? You don't think Alaska is haunted? Yeah. Oh, it's, I'm sure it's haunted, but <laughs> I hope they actually have events they can, they can do up there. Sasquatch. Um, yeah. We're lucky that we're, we're able to do stuff pretty much all year round. And we've only had one, uh, just a few weeks ago, we had our first event ever rained out canceled. So, um, yeah, a lot of groups of other states, like, uh, we're going to go do a charity walk in and got canceled. Um, but luckily we're able to do stuff pretty much all year round. We're the busiest in the world still, um, uh, which is crazy because I, I have a lot of other costumes. <laughs> um, I have Fallout costumes, I have Star Trek costumes, I have Star Wars costumes, I have Doctor Who costumes, and I never have the time to do any other costumes because um, I, I run our group, I do all of our web work, I do all of our um, organizing for events, and then I also make a lot of our props. Um, I do all of our uh, organizing, everything. <laughs> So it's a pretty much a full-time job, um, but I wouldn't have it any other way. I wouldn't uh, trade for anything because um, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a Ghostbuster, and I kind of got to grow up and be one. Um, uh, it's kind of like my secret identity, even though I'm not dressing up like a superhero, but it's like I got daytime life, and then after hours, I'm a Ghostbuster. I'm uh, working on my own Ecto-1. We have a few Ecto-1s in our group already. One of our guys is Ecto's is outside the Ecto truck. Um, so that's like my next, <laughs> thank you. Uh, so that's my next project. And I never thought in my entire life I'd own an Ecto. And um, I did, <laughs> I'm working on one. Um, but we have about, the average about 30 members uh, all across the state. So we have members here in Tucson. They can do events down here. We have uh, folks up in Phoenix, where most of us are at. We also have folks up in Prescott. We've had some in Yuma. Um, so some days, even in Phoenix, we, obviously like October was our busiest month of the year. Uh, we did about four events a week, and then a couple of days we had split up between three events at exactly the same time. Uh, we're going to be doing that again in January because we're going to be at Walker Soccer Convention. We're going to be at the uh, STEM event for U of A in downtown Phoenix. And we're also going to be at the Tempe Library Con, which I think they just renamed it again because they're scared of using Comic Con. And you are under name because of that silliness. Um, but we're always taking new members, and luckily Spirit has made all this awesome Ghostbuster stuff, uh, which we're doing a raffle of right now at our booth at the end of the day. And who are you raising money for? Uh, we're working with Be The Match, uh, which is a, a national bone marrow registry uh, program. And at most of our events, we try to have representatives of the charity there with us so that they can tell everybody everything they want to know about the charity. And for example, with being a match, all you gotta do is take a, they take a swab of your saliva with a Q-tip, and that gets you into the National Bone Marrow Donor Program. So if anybody is a match to you that needs a uh, donation, they will contact you to go in. Um, so uh, that's a really cool program. We usually do it every year here at uh, Phoenix, or at Tucson Comic Con. Um, but usually everything we do is for a different charity. So we work with pretty much everybody that we can.
So let's hear it for the group that started it off for the rest of us. Let's see. Can I be heard, Jack? Because this thing is a little tight. I'm with uh, Tucson Steampunk Society, um, as well as Wawa West Con. Uh, Tucson Steampunk, we do a lot of meetups. Book club, just regular meetups, all kinds of stuff always going on. Um, most of us are involved in one way or another with Wawa West Con. Whether it's volunteers, management, support staff. I'm not sure I'm Tucson Steampunk as far as charity, but I know in Wawa West Con we do uh, Kids Need to Read, which is all about promoting literacy with children. Something we've done every year, and I believe we're going to continue working with every year because they're just fantastic. Do you know offhand how much we we raised last year? Um, last year was our biggest year. Uh, we raised more for Kids Need to Read last year than I believe we did in the three years prior combined. Uh, it went yeah, it went amazingly well, and it's not just cash donations. I mean, you know, books, you know, young adult children's books. You know, those two are always welcome and gladly accepted. Because, like I said, it's not so much about the money, it's just getting kids to read. And the easiest way to do it, stick a book in their hand. <laughs> Turn it off the TV, you know, and it, it works really well. Um, we're hoping that, you know, do more even this year and just keep boosting up for them. Um, as far as Tucson Steampunk, a uh, great community uh, for people who are interested in Steampunk, but maybe not like, well, I don't have really, I don't know how to make something like that. We've got a huge maker community out here, and they're all more than willing to help, give advice, give tips. Um, when I first started, honestly, I literally had a pair of black jeans, a old suit vest, and a button-down shirt with an old derby hat I found. And now it evolves, just like any costuming. Um, well, the great thing about steampunk is that you can put your own spin on things. Yeah, I mean, there, there's, we have a saying in steampunk, there's no such thing as that's not steampunk. I mean, you can literally take anything in steampunk. I've seen steampunk ghostbusters. I've seen steampunk furries. I've seen steampunk characters from Marvel, DC, and pretty much any other comic you can think of out there. And you can just invent your own character. A lot, a lot of the fun of Wild Wild West Con, and I've been a volunteer there for the past two or three years, is uh, the roleplay element. Everyone's there as their own character. Uh, you don't have to roleplay, not everyone does all the time, but there's just this like fantasy element of like you're stepping into a whole new world at Wild Wild West Con, which is that old Tucson Studios. Yep. So it's not just you know, characters in a sterile, gray, generic building, but you're actually in a set movie set, so it's just like being in a steampunk yeah. world. And not to mention the other advantage of Wild Wild West Con, Concrud pretty much does not exist. We are in a big open area. <laughs> We're not all confined in the, you know. Oh, if you want, let me take my hat off real quick. <laughs> but, uh, Okay, before we get into the other cosplay groups, I really want to stress that sh everyone should start coming up and writing their names down because I don't know if we'll have time at the end of the panel, so let's start doing that now. Yeah, pass it around. Yeah, pass it around, and when it comes back, we'll, we'll cut the strips off. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. Now, like everybody mentioned it, I feel like we do. Um, so usually not at the meetups, but all the conventions we run, we always pick a charity. Uh, we always pick animal-based ones because obviously we're all there to be animals for the weekend. Um, a good example, another one that I run up in Denver called uh, Denver. Uh, 
<laughs> we did fifteen thousand dollars last year or in August of this year still um, for uh, freedom service dogs, which adopts dogs from a shelter and then trains them to be a service dog of all different kinds and then gives them to people that need them that can't afford them. So it's kind of that cross between animal and people. You know, you get to help both of them. I just want to say thank you for that one, by the way, because my niece actually got a dog through them. Oh, really? Yes. So, okay, so uh, first on the list is the Arizona Browncoats. Did they send a representative? All right. Uh, the Arizona Browncoats stand up. Their firefighter fan club turned nonprofit as their social gatherings became more charitable cause related. They strive to spread good works through the verse. And which is, do you have anything to add to that? Um, yeah, this, uh, so this weekend here in Tucson, typically our Tucson events, uh, we raise money for the Women's Foundation of Southern Arizona. We do have an event every fall. Um, in September, usually, uh, Serenity in the Desert is at the Lock Cinema here in Tucson, and Studio Movie Grill in Scottsdale. We are the Arizona Brown Coats, so we're both. And we are, def we are definitely looking to grow our Tucson group. I'm the events director, and I really I have some really good ideas for big like national events that I want to bring here to Tucson. And I'm looking for we're looking for members just to come have fun. Sometimes we raise money for charity. Sometimes we just get together and play games. Costumes are not required for that. Um, and yeah, we also raise money for kids need to read. So our our Serenity in the Desert this year, the Tucson raised over thirty five hundred for the Women's Foundation of Southern Arizona, and Scottsdale raised over forty five hundred for kids need to read. So yeah, we're oh, sorry. we're looking for, as well as new members. We're also looking for other events and other charities. So if you if you want to help me plan some stuff, come talk to me. Thank you very much. Uh, one of the newest groups to join the Tucson cosplay scene is Cosplay Superior. Uh, they are dedicated to bringing the characters of Transformers Prime to life, spreading awareness and love to this amazing Transformers series, and continuing the shenanigans of everyone's favorite Decepticons. It's their goal to provide insights to their methods of crafting and to inspire others to seek out their own new and creative techniques of costume creation. I've got some sisters here. Thank you. Um, they enjoy pushing the limits of their skills and sharing everything uh, new they learn along the way. Is, is, is that everyone's filled out? Is that it? Okay. So, oh, they've got, they're doing some more. Okay. Uh, they're currently we're only got the one pen, so it's still in that. Okay, so there's our cosplay superior representative. Yeah, so um, this year we're moving to uh, St. Jude's Children's Hospital. It's the first year we've ever had our table at the Scott, so we're really excited. Um, we've been a group for, like, a, with our name uh, for maybe like two years. And we have six people so far, but we're always looking for anybody that wants to do a Transformers character. Um, we just have a lot of, like, we post all of our process and how to do things. So even if you want to do armor crafting for some other fandom, like, pick our brains, it's all on our Facebook group. Um, just really like adding to our skill set and then sharing what we learned because it's a lot of engineering and stuff that's kind of our favorite part. Thank you very much. Arizona, uh, New Arizona Republic Fallout Costume and Prop Group is our representative. Is there? Okay, thank you, Mike. 
the group is for those in and around Arizona that are fans of the Fallout video game series and want to take their that fan to the next level. They welcome Fallout local Fallout customers and prop enthusiasts. They're looking to have fun and share their love for Fallout and with other Arizonans. Anything you'd like to add to that? Um, we serve as a local, uh, like a local, a local group, group that's a resource for like if you have specific questions on like, all like, hey, where do I find this, this, uh, this to make this prop or make this costume? We, uh, 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 we, we really focus on being a local group and giving you local resources. Also, uh, we do costuming, we do props, we do across the board. We have a large. Uh, we also do like large, a large display pieces, so so uh, so, uh, so we're open as a resource uh, resource for a variety of cosplay applications. Thank you very much. I'm gonna read off one more, and then I'll pass off to someone else to go through the list because my voice needs a rest. Thank you. Dune Sea Garrison Junlin Waste Squad. The Junlin Waste Squad is the Southern Arizona chapter of the Dune Sea Garrison. With over 1,300 members, 13,000 members worldwide, so five, worldwide, the 501st, while not responding, while not sponsored by Lucasfilm, is Lucasfilm's preferred imperial costuming group and drags such high-profile members like Weird Al Yankovic. Members of the Dune Sea Garrison Junlin Waste Squad. That is a long-ass name. I'm just going to call them the Dune Sea Garrison. Uh, they strive to create movie quality, screen accurate costumes to the, uh, the bad guys of the Star Wars universe. From Stormtroopers to Boba Fett, from Jawas to Darth Vader, we strive for equality and accuracy in every costume we create. Uh, is, there, is there a member here to represent the group? You know, I think I forgot to invite. Well, no, I, I did reach out to them, but I think they're busy. So, David, pick it up. Where should we leave off? Uh, Moss Eisley? Moss Eisley, yeah. Uh, so the uh, Moss Eisley base is the Arizona chapter of the Rebel Legion Star Wars-based costuming fan club, and the Rebel Legion represents the uh, good guys of the Star Wars universe. Uh, uh, their worldwide uh, membership often chooses to get back to their communities to costume, uh, volunteer activities, and charity events. So actually, it's one of the ones where they kind of remember what it was. So, and then let's uh, keep going here. I yeah. guess you want to come with the Tarzans? Well, I already, I mean, I already covered the Tarzans. We already covered okay. the groups that were members of. So, I'm something. I'm members of Star Trek. I did mention them. Ah. So, Team Rocket's next. Hey, so um, there's another group here. That's Team Rocket, uh, Arizona group. Uh, is anyone here from Team Rocket? No. Oh, okay. They're well, a bunch of buffoons anyway. They blast it off. They blast it off. Right? That, so, but that's what they intend for us. So you know, I meant that <laughs> respectfully. And according to their description, more, they are more or less an impulsive joke that got way, way bigger than they had planned for. Uh, <laughs> their primary goals involve putting on quality entertainment and conventions, uh, improvised nonsense at con or otherwise, and when they have time, the budget and time, uh, holiday special video. Now, I don't know how many of you went to the costume contest last night or to the kids' costume contest. I heard that Team Rocket actually put on a pretty good show. So uh, I see some pictures of it, but I haven't seen the full performance because I was tired yesterday. So. Um, so uh, they spend their off time trying to figure out the passwords to their own social media and come up with plans uh, that they can't afford. So. Anyways, the looks like the next one is the Dread Fleet. So the Dread Fleet. Anyone here from the Dread Fleet? No. Okay. Uh, the Dreadfleet is a nonprofit organization consisting of pirates of all levels. Uh, we have a few stowaways in among the enthusiasts, or they do, and a handful of professional pirates. Uh, they range from swashbuckling, seafaring pirates to uh, airship pirates that sail the skies, even land pirates that travel uh, the wastelands to just survive. So I think that's not for me. Uh, do you want to read some? Uh, sure. Can you read some? Yeah, I can. Yeah, yeah, well, I can read. 
I didn't mean to apply foxes. We're illiterate. I was just thinking it. So the Tucson Ever After is a nonprofit organization Sorry. with a focus on princess and Disney cosplay with a mission of community service and outreach. Tucson Ever After was officially launched January 2018 out of the need for a princess group whose sole purpose was charity and nonprofit activity. Notable participation this year includes the Tim Tebow Foundation's Nights to Shine, the Great Strides Walk for Cystic Fibrosis, and then the Tucson Festival of Books. You can contact them through Facebook or Instagram at Tucson Ever After on both pages. Do you want to do like the last, last one there? Oh, uh, did, the, the, the princesses, they did send a representative, so. We have a large focus, um, definitely as princesses, we do get a lot of um, scary attention, especially in the environment of today. So we uh, strive to make it a safe space for everyone, you know, needing a little bit of protection. So we try to make it you know, welcoming for everyone, meeting, you know, a safe space from sexual harassment, that kind of thing, especially, you know, at a convention center like this. Um, a, a lot of the cosplay groups do have that kind of safe space. Um, we just want to put that foot forward along with our peers and other groups. Um, and then also we want to open ourselves up. We are new this year to Tucson Comic Con and the Con group, so we are happy to collaborate with other groups as well. Also, you don't need um, to hand make your costume. Our lovely founder did, but I actually bought this costume and then I altered it. Um, our application process is crazy hard. You do have to send some pictures in, but we're more than happy and our two founders are amazing seamstresses, so they're more than happy to give you some recommendations, help you find some fabric, help you find wigs, especially wigs, help you find quality tiaras, and help you find uh, your princess. Yeah, and then just come by, we'll say hello, get to know you a little bit, see if you're a good fit for us. Oh, it's open to princes too, it's not just uh, princesses. We always, we want princes. We always need more princes. I'm looking for a Maui, if anyone is interested. <laughs> So yeah. we always, always, always need more princesses. Would you accept a Robin Hood and Maid Mary? No, we actually. So that's racist. one of the things. It's not racist. It's speciesist. So, no. So what we do is we um, characters like that tend to not be recognizable by our target audience, and it actually sometimes. I mean, I don't get recognized as Moana sometimes. So when we have a character from a movie like Robin Hood, which even though we know it, sometimes our our kids who come up to us don't. I like, think she was referring to the fox as Robin Yeah, we were. That's what I'm talking about. I actually got called a mermaid yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing bad about that, but yeah. I was I was pretty surprised. Not yeah. that there's anything wrong with it. No. <laughs> no. I've been called Pocahontas and Tiana, and uh, we have a Snow White there, this event, and some of our younger kids don't know who she is, so uh, we do need to keep... You need to fix that. <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah, I do movie nights. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
Yeah. Like I said, we're new, so we're definitely open to that ideas like that too. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. We're in the cosplay ballroom with all the. Are you open to gender bands? Uh, yeah, we do do gender bands. Um, obviously, we like to have our our girls and our guys to have um, a multiple character repertoire in a long weekend. <laughs> um, so we do allow gender bands. We do allow, you know, I mean, this isn't perfectly canon for Elsa. Um, so we do like um, our people to have, you know, for pure canon costumes. But we do allow, you know, fun costumes, gender bands, uh, fan art, press play. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be just canon. So. Okay, uh, next room. Corporation uh, Easy Hive. Uh, they are a cosplay group that specializes in the Resident Evil fandom, bringing the characters and props of the franchise to life. They support and fundraise for various charity organizations across the state. Are there any umbrella? I am. Oh. Hey. I, 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 I don't remember what the current charity they're working on is, uh, but some of the things we do here at local in Tucson, um, we will provide people for Slaughterhouse. Uh, which is a heck of a lot of fun. They have a zombie apocalypse thing where we get to go and terrify people while they shoot zombies in the head. It's great. <laughs> um, but uh, we are statewide. Um, it, we do our best to do movie accurate costumes. Um, and it's, it's fun. You gotta like zombies. Some people don't. So. <laughs> uh, talk about the judges too. You're a judge. Hey, judges! Hi. Arizona judges. Hi! Hey. Um, our judge, the Judge Dread Group. Uh, we are actually, Judge Dredd, in case most people don't know, has been a comic in the UK that's been around since 1976. Uh, it is a very, very sarcastic take on American politics pretty much the entire time. Uh, it's great to see how the British view us. Um, but there have been a couple movies, there have been uh, several video games, of course comics for years. Um, we encourage people to do as close to movie accurate as we can, obviously after... 76 is what, 40 odd years? 43. 43, 43, or 40, 42 years of 40 comics. There have been a lot of things they've done and we will help you get that particular character up and running. Some of them are amazing, some of them are not. We have even been in um, Gotham fighting uh, the Joker with Batman. So there's things we can do and we can get you worked up for it. Thank you. Right, we also had the uh, Desert Destroyer Predator plan. Yeah, I reached out to them. They never said, got back to me. So you know, predator. Whatever. Yeah. But obviously, they're a predator costuming group. They also do xenomorphs, and they will help you do your colonial marines if you want to do that. Oh, pretty cool. Yeah, because there is a Arizona colonial marine group. There is a colonial marine group. Yes. Which another group I would love to join. Time. How many How many hats can you wear? I've, like I said, I'm, I'm writing some novels right now. I haven't actually have one finished, and I've always promised myself that if I were to ever get one sold and make enough money, one of the first things I, I buy is a full Ghostbusters costume so I can join you group, because you are the guys who inspired me to get into all this. Well, we, we have all the molds, and um, we make all our own parts, um, and we also, um, most, almost our entire group um, has creepy parents. So it's kind of like your choice if you want to do vacuum form packs, or you want to do fiberglass packs, or you want to do resin parts, or if you want to 3D print everything. Uh, yeah, like I was saying earlier, like a lot of our members have bought the spirit stuff, which is really great stuff, and then they just modified it 
And there's all kinds of cool 3D print add-ons you can do to those too. So as you, just going to do some shameless plugging here for a moment. As you, like I said, I, I write novels, and she she likes them, so they can't be all that bad. So I've obviously, I, I'm not I'm not delusional. Yeah, I'm not delusional. I am a good writer, just so you know. Okay, so um, shameless plugging for that one. <laughs> no, yeah. That's the Well, this isn't really my project. This is actually sort of a collaboration between Tuna, Tucson, Phoenix, and Wolfwide Cosplayers. Um, there's a Kickstarter going on for this uh, book that uh, myself and, if you saw the other panel, um, Sarah, uh, Sarah Sunday will be a part of, as well as many others, called The Art of Cosplay uh, Book. It is a lot of cosplay done in uh, very model-like art poses, and it's wonderful. The uh, gentleman who is, uh, his name escapes me, unfortunately. <laughs> I'm bad at names. Uh, but look at the Art of Cosplay book, and it's uh, going to be the Kickstarter still going. Um, the If you want to get a phone with him, try to speak, find me and contact me about it uh, after the panel, uh, so I get you in contact with him. And uh, he's still taking photos all this weekend. He's going to come up by the end of today. So if you want to be in the book, and then okay, pass him. Immortal Concept Studios. Immortal yes. Concept Studios, yes. I, I mean, the actual gentleman's name. Andy something or other. I can't. I'm bad with names, but I know his first name's Andy. Uh, yes, I got to do a photo shoot with him. I look amazing. <laughs> yeah, I saw your photo in the in the, in the uh, poster uh, advertising. It's an amazing shot. It's great. I mean, I, I've got my gun. I've got my pistol. I'm doing this. I'm like the background's awesome. Like, I'm so cool looking. He's <laughs> <laughs> a Kickstarter though. It's Kickstarter, so we gotta make sure to get the word out there. So, uh, but yeah, you're, it looks amazing in the armor. Um, one of ours is in there too. She's not as Snow White, but our. Our Snow White does Harley Quinn too, and she's in that book too. She looks amazing. All right, so qu Quicksilver, you want to quickly vibrate your hand in here to mix things <laughs> up? Everybody write their name. That's called caffeine twitching, dude. <laughs> 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 okay, so we got some. I can't look. Can we get a Yes. I can't because see this. I am helping one of my friends, and this game is live on Kickstarter right now. And come talk to me later, and I'll tell you all about it. What's the game called? Okay, so has everyone written their name in the the raffle? For the no. Anyone else need to, to write in? Come on up and I write your name on a sheet of paper. That'll make sure it's fair. We've got two $25 gift cards to Tucson Thrift Shop, graciously donated, and two tickets to Air the Painted Desert Fur Con. Nice. Nice. Oh, right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so it shouldn't take long, but right now, does anyone have any questions regarding any of the uh, costume groups? What's the best thing a person should do if they're too shy to join one of the groups to reach out to them? Something with a mask. Yeah, At least he didn't say dark alley. <laughs> They're more afraid of you than you are of them. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. So, and they're so cute. I mean, the masks do help. It does sound really silly, but wearing some sort of costume, even if it's like, you know, you decked up one of the ones from Spirit, um, like, we're super welcoming, and we aren't, like, we, I feel like we aren't overwhelming. Yeah, we're wearing giant costumes, but 
it uh, approaching the group, like find the beat online, like on Facebook or on the websites, show up and kind of scoot your way in there and say like, you know, hey, like scoot yourself into the conversation, like, oh yeah, I really like that episode, or I really like that comment, and just kind of throw yourself in there. Like I found like any cosplay group is extremely welcoming to anybody kind of throwing themselves into the conversation, you really don't have to worry about it. Yeah, I had social anxiety, and my very first costume was Cyclops, and the only part of my face that was visible was, you know, my mouth. It was it was one of the full body suits, and you know, there's something about being in a costume. You you can interact with people while at the same time keeping them at arm's length because you they see you as the character and not yourself. So they're getting to know you, but not not, not for the full you. There is some a psychological safety net there that really does help. And gradually, that helped me build up my confidence. So I started to the point where I started wearing costumes where I could, you know, show my face. And you know, I'm still role playing character a lot of times, but you know, I've come out of my shell since then. And cosplay has really helped me out with that. Yeah. So what you're saying is cosplay is less expensive than mental health therapy? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, it depends on the costume. Well, it depends. It depends on your costume and your insurance provider. Those are more therapeutic to deal with people who have the same interests as you. Um, actually, I should also mention one thing, just really quick, because I'll make sure we get to the drawing. Yeah, we've got six minutes left. And that too, the six minutes. Um, uh, just in a sort of similar vein, um, I suffer from a few things, uh, general anxiety, uh, the bipolar one disorder, and I also have a moderate severe hearing loss bordering on severe. And so uh, when I first started cosplaying, the first person I picked to cosplay was Hawkeye, Marvel well, now Hawkeye, because he, in the comics now, uh, is hard of hearing. Uh, and so I use this not just as a way to come out of my shell, even though I have theater experience, but as a way to, uh, if someone also has uh, hearing issues, also has these um, anxiety issues, uh, that we can talk about it and they can find some security in this, especially if they're also a fellow customer. And hopefully, uh, I don't know if anyone guesses where I'm going to be at all, but um, if it's even just one person, then hey, then my job is done. So, uh, but yeah, it's helped me out of my shell too. Um, it's helped me be um, uh, what I feel as representative for uh, people who have hearing issues. Uh, so that's, that's my MO when it comes to this. So a lot of people who are in cosplay have some issues or another, and before this turns into a big group therapy session, I just want to say <laughs> that we understand each other, and cosplay helps not only bring each other together and provide a safety net for each other, but you know, we're inherently, geeks are social outcasts. That's why we fanaticize about this, all this fantastical stuff, because, you know, sometimes in the real life can be a little hard for us to handle. So uh, when you join a cosplay group, you are joining a group of people who are more likely to understand you. And that's not to say that cosplay groups aren't without their own drama, but, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a good place to, to go when you want to meet new people and make some friends. So without further ado, because we're running, we're almost out of time, let's do the raffle. Yeah, <laughs> So let's have a glamorous princess draw the names out of the bags. So for one ticket for $25 gift card to Tucson First Stop Shop on 4th Avenue. Hey, that's a good one. It is Trixie E. Hey! hey. <laughs> Congratulations. I tell you not to spend it all at one place, but you kind of have to. Yeah. <laughs> that, that problem will be For another $25 ticket. Brendan Polger? 
Pager. Pager. Hey. That works. Yeah. Well, that should be able to that. that. should be able to cover a baby costume. <laughs> okay, so for <coughs> tickets, are, are we giving away one? One at a time. One at a time? So, okay. One ticket to Arizona Painted Fur Comp? Painted Desert Fur Comp? Jen Bulger! Hey. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. And for <laughs> the other ticket goes to. This is the last prize. Come on. April A. Yay! Here, use one of these sheets because it's a little short I don't want it to go to waste. So, thank you all for coming. If you have any other questions, now's the time to ask. Yes. Uh, is there anybody who knows about the Star Trek fan club? Yeah, me. I'm you in, do. I'm in the group. Hey, do I get to do a shameless plug? Um, yes, do shameless plugs. Here, hand me my backpack. Yep. Hand <laughs> yes. the backpack over. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Somebody needs a little bit. You need to buy it. Yeah, uh, there are a lot of like really cheap ones. Down in the depths of the mountain, we dwarves spend our time forging powerful weapons, mining precious gems and metals, and feasting like kings. But after a day of digging for the next Arkenstone, this dwarf likes to come home to a package full of loot. Dungeon Crate is a monthly subscription box service forged specifically for RPG and tabletop gamers. Miniatures, dice, tokens, coins, maps, modules, terrain pieces, handcrafted items, RPG jewelry, and more are yours for only a few gold per month. You even get a digital crate along with a physical one as an added bonus. So are you brave enough to reward yourself with a dungeon crate? By Morden's beard, I hope so. DungeonCrate.com. Let the adventure begin. Thank you for listening to the Creative Play and Podcast Network. And feel free to enjoy our other shows, such as D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition and Scion Ragnarok and Roll, a Scion hero to Ragnarok story. Thank you for listening.